Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, January 23rd, and we have completed week three of 2023. I want to take this opportunity to thank all the listeners. We really do appreciate you tuning in and cannot thank you enough. If you haven't already done so, be sure to leave a review of how this podcast helps you on the podcast player that you're using. We would love to hear your opinions and thoughts. Now, let's get to the headlines. A federal judge ordered Boeing to be in court next week over the two deadly crashes of its 737 MAX jets. U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor ruled that an executive from the plane maker has to appear in court on January 26 to hear a felony charge after families of those killed in the crashes objected to a 2021 plea deal. Boeing won immunity from criminal prosecution as part of a $2.5 billion deferred prosecution agreement with the Justice Department in 2021. The agency instead charged the company of defrauding federal regulators who approved the 737 MAX. Judge O'Connor ruled in October that people killed in the crashes can be considered to be victims of a crime. Family members urged the judge to require Boeing to be legally arraigned on the felony charge. The Lion Air crash in Indonesia in October 2018 and the Ethiopian Airlines crash in Ethiopia in March 2019 killed a total of 346 people. The twin catastrophes led to a nearly two-year grounding of the 737 MAX because of safety concerns. The Wall Street Journal's airline rankings are out, and they do a pretty good job of comparing the operational performance of airlines. Delta is back on top. Perennial strong competitor Alaska is right behind, even though they had some operational problems. Southwest comes in third, even though they completely failed over the holidays, and their on-time performance frequently lags with shorter turnaround times for aircraft. JetBlue is consistently an operational mess, far worse than even Spirit and Frontier. The journal does not look at on-time performance. They look at lost bags and voluntary denied boardings. United and American, which have stopped paying out as much to encourage voluntary bumps, have come out quite badly, while Delta continues to be willing to pay quite a bit to get passengers to choose to take another flight and avoid involuntary denied boardings. Finally, they look at DOT complaints to measure their performance metrics. December domestic round-trip airfares declined by about 4.8% month-over-month to $531 versus $558 in November, according to ARC. This is the second monthly decline in a row. December 2022 average airfare was up 15.4% from $460 one year earlier. ARC accredited travel agency airline tickets total $5.5 billion, a 76% increase year-over-year, but down 16% from November 2022. Total passenger trips settled by ARC in December increased 23% year-over-year to 16 million, domestic trips increased 8%, and international trips increased 57%. Still, all of these numbers were down from November data by 15%, 18%, 10% respectively. The U.S. Department of Transportation detailed 
the reimbursement protocols it has developed for Southwest travelers affected by the airline's operational meltdown during the holidays. The DOT reported that it had received thousands of consumer complaints about Southwest, which the agency is forwarding to the airline. It is also requiring Southwest to pay back ticket refund requests for flights that were significantly changed or canceled within seven days for travelers who paid by credit card and within 20 days for those who paid by cash or check, unless the passenger accepted an offered alternative, such as a rebooking. In addition, the airline must provide reimbursement for incurred costs such as hotels, meals, and alternative transportation for those flights affected between December 24th and January 2nd. It must also reimburse passengers up to $3,800 for damage, lost, and delayed baggage. Further, DOTs requiring Southwest provide substantive responses to all consumer complaints within 60 days as required by federal regulations. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. U.S. air safety officials say that the glitch that led to the travel chaos at airports last week was actually caused by a contractor deleting files on a crucial computer server used by pilot. The FAA said that the worker unintentionally deleted files on the Notice to Air Missions NOTAM database. The system alerts pilots to potential hazards on flight routes. They're required to check it before flights. Lawmakers vowed to look into the issue. The technical issues marks the first time since the attacks on 9-11 that flights across the U.S. were grounded. The FAA said that the contract employee, who was not identified, deleted the files while working to synchronize the primary and backup NOTAM databases. Uber has made several updates in 2022 that connect its offerings more directly to travel services, and now the question is whether we will see more of it in 2023. Already, the ride-sharing and delivery company has created Uber Travel, which imports flights, hotels, and restaurant reservations into the Uber app to simplify the process of requesting rides related to those bookings. In the United Kingdom, Uber is already offering train and bus bookings in its app with plans to add flights and hotels. And the app also has Uber Explore, which enables users to book activities from companies, including Viator, and then reserving a ride to the location as well. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Hertz and ride-hailing app Uber have agreed to a new partnership to make up to 25,000 electric vehicles available in major European cities. The EVs from manufacturers such as Tesla and Polestar would make availability initially to Uber drivers in London this month with the goal of expanding the scheme to cities like Paris and Amsterdam later this year. Uber and Hertz have already had a similar deal in North America, which has allowed around 50,000 Uber drivers to rent Tesla EVs to complete more than 24 million rides. The new European deal will be a major component of Uber's goal to becoming a zero-emissions platform in London by 2025 and then achieve the same across Europe by 2030. Qantas passengers can now book flights from Australia to eight additional destinations in India under an expanded co-chair agreement with Indigo, which makes more than 250 new flights available. The bilateral deal allows Qantas frequent flyers to earn and redeem flights on connecting QF-coded Indigo flights, and the Indian airline also recognizes tier status benefits for silver, gold, platinum, and platinum one flyers, including priority check-in and priority baggage. Qantas's chief customer officer said that the airline's new routes to India have proven to be incredibly popular. Our co-chair partnership with Indigo has improved the way our customers travel between Australia and India. 
South Florida rail provider Brightline has partnered with Uber to bring ride-hailing services to its passengers within the Brightline app and website. Customers can now book Uber rides to and from Brightline's five South Florida stations, Miami, Aventura, Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, and West Palm Beach when booking their rail tickets. Brightline offers two classes of service, premium and smart. Premium guests will receive complimentary Uber rides within a five-mile radius, according to the company. Smart guests can add a ride for a fee without destination restrictions. UK-based TMC Grey Dawes has completed the purchase of Australia's MP Travel as part of its plans to expand internationally. Grey Dawes, which has already completed 11 acquisitions within the UK market over the past few years, will increase its annual turnover to more than £250 million with more than 250 staff worldwide following its first international deal. Further financial details of the transaction have not been revealed. Off-channel booking aggregator Traxo has partnered with travel data management provider Agentivity to provide travel management companies with data on client-supplier direct bookings. The company said that the partnership will give TMCs greater visibility into servicing off-channel bookings as they can integrate more services as itineraries, data automation, and data sharing with duty-of-care providers. TMCs also can receive merged reporting on the client's travel data. According to Ed McArdle, head of product and partnerships for the UK-based agentivity, having access to clientsupplier.com bookings made outside the TMC channel provides additional servicing opportunities. It also addresses the upsell challenge in that we can now provide the TMC with visibility on content for the next trip that the client would usually book themselves. Two of the brands under the Virgin banner are combining to form a new parent brand called Virgin Hotels Collection. Virgin Hotels, which is the company's luxury lifestyle hospitality brand, and Virgin Limited Edition, the company's private collection of retreats and islands owned by Sir Richard Branson, are coming together under the new parent brand, Virgin Hotels Collection. The collection also includes Virgin Residences. Virgin Hotels has been in expansion mode in recent years, with new properties opening in New York, Glasgow, and Edinburgh. It also has hotels in Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, Nashville, and New Orleans, with the Miami Hotel planned for 2025. Merit International has partnered with hospitality and meeting sourcing solution Groups360 to join the platform's GroupSync Engage instant booking solution. The platform so far has enabled instant online booking for both guest rooms and meeting space for 1,500 Marriott properties in the U.S. and Canada with more regions to follow. While Marriott is not the first hospitality company to enable instant bookings with Group 360, Hilton and Omni Hotels rolled out a portion of their respective portfolios with the tech provider in 2021. Both Group Sync and Marriott said that Marriott is the first to enable the capability at scale. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. Accor has launched what it calls a new global mid-scale brand of dubbed handwritten collection with 12 properties signed and 7 set to debut by May 2023. The handwritten collection adds to Accor's portfolio of 43 brands and expands the company's footprint in the mid-scale hotel sector. The company expands that the new brand will add more than 11,500 guest rooms to a course portfolio over the next several months and grow into a portfolio of more than 250 hotels by 2030. Amsterdam Airport is looking to end its cap on departing passengers from the start of summer 2023 in late March. 
The airport, which has imposed a cap on passenger numbers during the summer of 2022 and winter of 2022 to 2023 seasons, due to a lack of staff, said that the cap will no longer be necessary starting March 26th. The airport said that it will be holding talks with airlines and ground handlers and the airport passport service to resolve the potential issue. Low-cost airline Wizz Air is working with airline subscription specialist Caravello to launch the new product. Further details on the service and which markets it may apply have not been released. Wizz Air already provides privilege pass and annual membership, offering seat selection, priority boarding, and luggage for a fixed fee, but it has stopped short of the subscription program so far. It also offers a discount club with savings on fares and baggage for an annual fee. Caravello, which recently announced funding of 3 million euros, saying at the time that revenue from its subscription services doubled in the first half of last year and that it expects a fourfold increase by the end of 2022. The Lufthansa Group has submitted a bid to acquire a stake in the Italian national airlines, ETA Airways, a bid that could eventually lead to Lufthansa owning the airline. Lufthansa, which currently owns Austrian Airlines, Brussels Airlines, Lufthansa Swiss and Air Dolomiti said that it would initially acquire a minority stake in EDA along with options to purchase the remaining shares at a later date. According to Reuters, the offer was for a 40% stake in the company initially, which was valued between 200 and 300 million euros. Italy is the most important market for Lufthansa outside of its home market in the US. The deal would give it a bigger presence in Italy, while also allowing EDA, which has been looking for a merger partner over the past few years, to ensure its future. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.